0: Hello there and welcome back to the DASH Podcast, I'm Trey Gamage, and we got some exciting information today about how we should have more teacher self-care and teacher preparation programs. Welcome back to the DASH Podcast, I'm your host, Trey Gamage, and our goal is to spread awareness and action around SEL. We do this through interviewing school and SEL leaders reviewing articles and developing adult social emotional skills. You can subscribe to our show and our other content on YouTube at SEL Educators, or you can find us at Apple Podcasts and Spotify by typing in my name, Trey Gamage and the Dash Podcast. Thanks for listening. This is a big one for me. This is how I got my start in education, really. Graduating from college, at Miami, Ohio, I thought I was gonna be a public speaker. I went through a whole route of being a, a Toastmaster world champion, uh, finishing in the top 100, and then started to really search and dig for my place in the world. Not corporate, it was education. We're specifically in education, emotional intelligence for adults. I've recognized that emotional intelligence is really communication and relationships. Relationships they rule the world, everything. And they say 85% of jobs are filled before they're ever posted because somebody filled the job that somebody already knew. That's like a way of life. That's a true fact. Same thing goes for communication. How many times do you hear people making the same argument but using different words and then staying in tension or not being able to come to a place of resolution because the communication skills are not intact to do so? Conflict is okay. Conversation is okay. But a lot of that needs to start in teacher preparation. So what I see and what I've seen as I go into schools, man, you teachers, we teachers, educators are so ready and so willing to do whatever you're asked to do in the classroom. Unfortunately, social emotional learning is such a big part of the way we live. I mean it's, it's who we are. We are social. We're emotional beings. So we practice giving feedback every day. We practice asking for help. We practice showing, for, showing support. We practice reflection. We practice so many things with our students that are SEL related without intention. So a lot of skills that we already have and I think a big piece for me is just making you aware of the skill set that you may naturally be gifted at, or if there are deficits, how do we bridge those gaps to make sure that you're your best self when you come into the classroom, or school leadership, or school, just your position in general. So this article, um, you know, a couple of quick facts I wanted to point out. It says that- This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at teachbetter.com slash podcasts, and we'll see you at the next episode. Teachers, 59% of teachers feel like the public misunderstands teachers' workloads. And more than 50% of teachers are experiencing high levels of burnout or mental health issues. When you're in the fire, when you recognize you have a problem, if you don't have the skills, it's kind of too late already. So teacher prep is so important because now every state has SEL competencies in some form or fashion. To what level or what degree, that varies, but some states are very strong on SEL. Some skills are not. The problem is we spend a lot of time practicing SEL for students, learning how SEL works for students. Even when we look at different frameworks, adult SEL doesn't come up until later down the process. But my question has been and remains, how can we impact students if we're not supporting teachers? I don't ask my teacher to go in and deliver a math curriculum without having learned those same skills. I don't ask my science teacher to go in and teach a lesson without preparing for it. So how can I ask a teacher to deliver self-awareness or relationship skills when they're not practicing those skills intentionally themselves. You you can't do that. That's irresponsible. That's unnecessary. So we've got to take time to intentionally just show up. It can start with just emails. Hey, here's how you're already practicing SEL. This isn't anything new. It's not new technology you have to grab. This is a part of your daily life. All I'm asking you to do is be a blip, more conscious of those decisions. Okay, so I want to share a little bit about how we reduced our behavior incidents, suspensions by fifty percent over five years at PDMSTA, my school, um, and how it corresponds with some of our SEL training and our adult SEL. I'm not saying it's the only reason, but it's definitely a a key cog that we've had in there. Um, so, yeah, cause, because teacher prep, it, it can't just be classroom pedagogy and curriculum. There's such a human element and there's such a human aspect that we have in education that, again, it's it's irresponsible. And it's um, actually confusing why we wouldn't spend more time developing the whole child and not just their, their cognitive or academic abilities and successes. So a couple things. Um, For me, that that point out in my experience, you know, looking at teacher prep programs, I can remember uh, my first role with the school, with PDMSTA, I was the emotional coach for teachers, and the year before we had started working together, there was like 105 behavior incidents or documentations, and um, that first year, we just started practicing SEL for students. We used, or excuse me, for adults, we used DISC assessments. To assess everybody's communication style and understand if they're fast paced, if they're slow paced, if they're people oriented or task oriented. And what this did is, again, just bring awareness to how you prefer to communicate. I know if you're a C style conscientious, that you're more slow paced, that you're more direct. So I may slow down my speaking style and make sure when I enter a meeting that I've got my notes ready, that I've got my bullet points prepared. Whereas if I'm talking with somebody that's an eye style, I might speed up a little bit faster. And if I have notes, I might not bring them on a piece of paper, but I just might remember them in my head so that I can interject them over the course of our conversation. This simple first level of awareness of how we communicate makes a difference. When we have that level of awareness, now you're not taking different comments personally from your colleagues. You're not taking uh, comments from your students or parents personally. You're able to internalize them and recognize, oh, this person is really direct, and it feels like they're angry. I don't think they're angry. It feels that way for me because I am not such a strong communicator. But now I can recognize that this is just how that person communicates, and they're not trying to fight me, okay? So that was a big piece our first year in in terms of just practicing self-awareness. And we actually got a benchmark on emotional intelligence as well to see where we rated as emotionally intelligent are we proficient are we falling behind do we need to improve just a benchmark assessment become your best self with bestself.co they have 90-day journals six-month action plans daily journals gratitude cards relationship cards all kinds of things to help you become a better version of yourself Visit bestself.co and use the code GAMMAGE for 15% off your next order assessment. That was quarterly. The next year, we continued practicing SEL. We continued taking those assessments and we dug a little deeper. We looked further into our team dynamics where year one, we were more focused on understanding ourselves. Year two, we were more focused on understanding each other. How we work as a PLC, how we work as a community, and again, we were working on that quarterly. The next step that we implemented in year two was adopting an SEO program that we could implement school-wide. So hear what I'm saying here. This is post teacher prep, I understand that. But the first year that we worked together was focused on training the adults. Then the next year we continued that training while we researched a curriculum for students. We did pilot a curriculum for students that year and there was one existing prior to But in terms of a school-wide rollout where we're all on the same page following CASEL's implementation guideline, it was year three when we got a school-wide program that focused on K-12 implementation for 20 minutes during the homeroom block, but educators already had two years of SEL experience and training, so this was not something new for them. We saw consistent decreases in... Uh, behavior over years. I'll make sure I put those on the screen. Um, we saw consistent decreases. There was a little bit of a spike and that's because we started including like phone calls home and parent conferences. And then there was COVID year. So obviously that was low, but our first year back to full time, we kind of maintained those levels that we were at before COVID. So, so that's promising. And again, I don't know that SEL is the only solution. I'm not asking or advocating that it be but it is part of the solution and when teachers are less stressed is a big part of what we're talking about here and teachers have a greater sense of well-being they can then have better results for students at that same time our school and our students have outperformed the local school district we're still chasing the state but we're on our way there so i hope this was helpful and just imagine i guess to bring a full circle this is work we've done over four or five years now, but just imagine if you had a couple classes in college that just went over the core five SEL competencies for adults, how you can practice SEL for yourself and how you integrate SEL into your classrooms. Wouldn't those be amazing skills, amazing traits to be able to have? Some of these skills we actually do have available on SELeducators.com through our courses section. We have a relationships and communication course, an emotional intelligence course, and additional courses that are available to help you build those social emotional learning skills. Thanks for listening to us on the DASH podcast. I definitely hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you liked it, share it with a friend, share it with an educator, share it with someone who needs to hear the message from this episode. You can visit our website, SELeducators.com, to learn more about our online courses and professional development training for schools and districts. We'll see you next time. This is The Dad.